I am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. Welcome to Prattle World. I am your host, the ever-amazing, ever-spectacular Spider-Dan. And in this podcast, I spotlight entertainment's best-kept secrets that a mainstream audience may find boring. And we are back. Dennis and myself are partnering once again with those great people, those grim people, over at Grimfest to celebrate Grimfest Xmas Horror Nights 2021, sponsored by the Horror Channel. (laughs) So you know how we do over here around this time of year. We're always looking at alternative Christmas films, alternativity stories, as I like to call it. But this is an added bonus amid all the other stuff I announced uh, that's come along. And we've grabbed it again, this opportunity, with both hands. And it's been orchestrated by the master puppet master himself, it's Dennis Whittle. Good day, sir. Good day. Good day and uh, good morrow, fair, fair, fair wench. Uh, fair wench, fair how, wench. How, how, uh, how glorious this day must be for you. It, it's, I'm living the dream, mate. Living the dream. Living the dream. Living the dream. Living the dream. So uh, we've not, we, this is actually going to come out before our alternative, alternativity stories we've already recorded for New Year's. It's like weird time travel, timey-wimey stuff going on. And it's very exciting because the movies that are being shown mm. straight into your living room. Streaming. You don't even have to move. You don't have to go anywhere. don't have to move. You can just you watch it in the comfort of your own home. You can spill all your cranberry and your turkey down yourself. Just yeah, you can scream and cry and not have to worry about what other people are thinking behind you. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, this is a purely, unlike the Grimfest we went to, uh, which was a physical event, a live event with many exclusive premieres happening. This is a purely online event. But again, you don't have to venture out into the cold or into the snow or fall over and crack your head open and, and cause your own little horror story. You can stay in the comfort of your own home and enjoy these movies that you can't see anywhere else at this current moment in time. So the premiere of all these movies will be on Friday, December 10th and Saturday, December the 11th. So this will come out on Thursday. So that's uh, December 8th. Um, So you can get a quick heads up before you go and buy your tickets and venture into, again, a grim world, a grim up north world with the Grim Fest. So, Dennis, uh, tell us the, uh, the prices and the specific films that you'll get on each day on friday night you'll have black friday and dark cloud plus a selection of short movies as well and this will cost you 11 pound 70 nothing nothing absolutely nothing that is less than a takeaway these days well it's it's less than going to the pictures and you get two movies and shorts and more and more, you're getting more and more for your money. And uh, again, we've not seen the shorts ourselves. We've not had access to those shorts, but I've enjoyed the shorts previously at the Grimfest and and all the stuff I've seen before. So I'm sure they're excellent. Um, I do think I have some of them listed here. So I'm just going to read out some of them. So we've got Last Chance, The Naughty List, Myosotis. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And She Picked Me. She did. She Picked Me. 
Nobody picks you. Nobody picks me. I'm still alone. Dark, cold and alone. December. No, no one's putting anything down my uh, in my stockings or no, up no. my you're chimney. Like, you like you like the Grimfest Reaper. Oh, alone, constantly alone. reaching out, waiting waiting for someone to touch me. <laughs> you can watch these these movies on your own, and that's 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 the benefit of having it. And Nobody's you know going to judge you. Absolutely, um, and you know it gives me a bit of company around the holidays so yeah so brilliant um but before we get too stuck in it's a yes so that was friday wasn't it yep and then on saturday the 11th of december it's sea for me and the house of snails plus shorts plus shorts plus shorts yeah now now do the do the viewers get their own pair of shorts Um, is that are those posted out I think I, th- I think you have to supply your own shorts and um, wear them while watching the audio visual feast. Okay, I see, I see. Sorry, I, I'm I'm very new to these online events, you see, so I'm not sure how they work. So I, I assumed that we were going to get posted a lot of you know Christmas festive related holiday <coughs> shorts. Um, the the content is available um, both days from six pm, and you have eight hours to watch both movies and shots per day it's a lot of time that's a fair yeah. amount of time so you've got i think the average time of the movie is uh, is about an hour and a half so you know you can not just watch them once not twice multiple times three times you can enjoy the sensation of watching them over and over and over what what's good what i like about this is you know you, you know you, your mates come around it's 11 pound 70 they come around for the and it's nothing a couple of quid each and you've mm-hmm. got an inter- night's entertainment yeah, stick your family, stick your family in the front room. You can do it that way as well. Yeah, take, take the pocket money off the kids. Say so you're paying for this as well. You know, nab it off them. Santa's definitely coming, or is he? He's going to drop you some coal. But here's some good Christmas treats, some horror frights uh, coming your way. So yeah, amazing. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. So we're going to talk non-spoilery, non-spoilers about the films that we've seen so black friday dark cloud have some snails and see for me so we're going to discuss them without ruining them for everybody uh, but we're going to talk about them on mass and who's in it what's going on what's happening uh, what's the what's the gist of, of each film so uh, let's start with black friday um so black friday this is the the synopsis for a black friday on Thanksgiving night, a group of disgruntled toy store employees begrudgingly arrive for work to open the store at midnight for the busiest shopping day of the year. Meanwhile, an alien parasite crashes to Earth in a meteor. This group of misfits, led by a store manager, Jonathan, played by Bruce Campbell, and longtime employee, Ken, played by Devon Sower, uh, soon find themselves battling against hordes of holiday shoppers who have been turned into monstrous creatures hell-bent on a murderous rampage on Black Friday. So uh, Black Friday is directed by Casey Tebow, written by Andy Grezkoviak, and starring again Bruce Campbell, Devon Sawa, Michael Jai White, and Ivana Banquero. So, Dennis, what did you think of Black Friday? I really liked Black Friday. I thought it was... Um... It was fun, runs at such a pace. Mm. It kind of just starts straight away, which is great. I think the cast are funny. You've, you've got all the stereotypical workers, the 
the one that wants everything done perfect, the one that doesn't care, the young one, the guy who's too old to be working in a shop. So you've got all the stereotypes, which is cool. The suck and, up, the suck up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and particularly one of my favourite things is um, practical special effects. I do like practical special effects. So, you know, the creature features are really cool. I did. I was. I, I saw the trailers to this, and mm-hmm. when I when I watched it, I, I didn't expect it to be the way it was. I expected well, it to be more. I thought it was zombies. Okay. Well, yeah. It's it's not. I mean, there's zombie elements. It reminds me of kind of like I did. I recently did a podcast on Slither, which I think it's very similar to in a lot of ways. Uh, it's got a lot, a lot of good comedic performances. A lot of great actors involved. Um, it's got a little bit of like Night of the Creeps as well, and maybe a little bit of the Blob, like the remake of the yeah. Blob. Do you think it was? It must be. It must be. But do you think it was? They purposefully made the creature look like a turkey. It must be because it was just like I was like they've got a beak, they've got like a little a little plucked chicken like turkey wing arm that looks yeah. like little as they as they're continually transforming into these creatures. Um, I, I love the kind of anti-consumerism message in it as mm. well. Um, they even have they even have Chucky on the TV at one point. I think it's a clip from the Chucky TV show or one of the films, um, which again is very kind of anti-consumerism. And it's, I don't think it's set at Christmas necessarily, Chucky, but it's set during the wintertime. But yeah, I love that kind of whole kind of ethos. And again, Dawn of the Dead, a lot of stuff like that. Um, yeah, I got Dawn of the Dead vibe from it, definitely. Yeah. Um, and yeah. It, it's, you know, the, the, there's, there's poignant little moments in it as well, which you don't expect, hmm. you know, coming... Um, from the Bruce Campbell character who's in charge of the store. And, you know, there is, surprisingly for a, a low-budget, funny-paced horror movies, there are, there are moments of like, oh, bless. Hmm. You know, they're like, you know, you're kind of rooting for them. You want them to kind of succeed in, in their endeavours, yeah. apart from one person. Yeah, there's a good, I mean, there's obviously a couple of people that aren't very likable. And, no. and guess what happens to them? No spoilers, but... Um, you know, there's there is a lot of you know there's a lot of bankable kind of stars in this as well. Uh, Ivana Baquero is is. Did you ever see um, Pan's Labyrinth? Yes, that's her. That's the girl from Pan's Labyrinth. Which oh, I was like, okay. That's kind of. Well, I was like, bloody hell, she's she's grown up quite a bit. And I, and I was like, and then she's dating Devon Sawa, who's uh, you know back in the day I was quite the Eminem fan, and he was Stan in the Eminem video. Um, and he was also in Final Destination as well. And obviously, Bruce Campbell is a ledge, absolute ledge. Yep. Uh, and I've got a soft spot for Michael Jai White as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I have as well. What I like about the Bruce Campbell character, it's it's very much Bruce Campbell, but it's it's not a Bruce Campbell movie. Um, he's he's in it, and he's hmm. brilliant in it. But all the rest of the characters carry the movie well. It's almost like he's playing the manager of like the S Mart from Army of Darkness. You know where Bruce like Ash works. Yeah, yeah. You know, shop smart, shop S Mart. It's almost like that was his manager. <laughs> he's like this yeah. weaselly. It's like all, the exact opposite of Ash. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Has, absolutely has no life apart from the shop. I know he's interested in what corporate want. Mm. So, he's but like, no, like, it's I, I, I. I liked it a lot. Um, I liked it more than I thought I was going to. I don't think the trailer sells it as well. The trailers can yeah. be misleading, but no. And and uh, the pace of it just is it's nonstop. Like literally, it it must be two, three minutes into the movie, and it started. All the stuff started to happen straight away, um, which is really cool. Um, and I do like the kind of bitchiness about um, Black Friday, about yeah. how it's like it's just crap and yeah, you know. 
you know, I, like I've I've worked in a lot of similar jobs to the jobs in Black Friday and the the roles in Black Friday, and I've met every single one of those people in those jobs. You know, um, whether it's working with children or it's at a Lego center or theme park or just a bloody subway, all the kind of places I've worked, it's like you kind of know everybody like that. And and the people you want to die, more than likely the ones that are going to die. And you kind of like, you can, I was kind of picturing those people. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to put, I'm going to put your face on this character while they die. Well, the, the nearest I've got to it, um, Amy must have been about four, maybe three, four, and I had to stand out Toys R Us early hours of the morning in a blizzard to get the must-have toy. Um, and people were literally fighting over this this toy. Um, I just walked and, and grabbed it and walked out. But people were like, I want the pink one. I want this one. I was like, no, I, I'm, I'm just, just getting and going. But it was literally, it was freezing. There was a blizzard. I, I, actually, you know, I actually went out this Black Friday. I bought, I was like, I realized on the way there, I was like, shit, it's Black Friday. I'm going to get torn apart. And then I was like, I'm just going to run in, grab what I need and get out. I know exactly what I need. I'm just going to find it, grab it, go. And that's what I did. I like got out of town. I probably spent less than an hour in town because uh, it was just it was just manic. And I was just like, yeah. not ready, and, ready for all this. And what I, what I liked about the movie as well, when, when the Black Friday, when the store opens, it's very reminiscent of those videos you see on YouTube where people just slamming into each other and grabbing everything and you know it's 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 it, it like i said it's and it has it is really funny as well mm. there's proper laugh out loud moments in it i i love i thought it was great i i liked it i thought it was funny i would recommend people watch it as well very much so i think it's um it's 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 one of those it's a good it's a good message in it as well don't spend yeah. all your money or your face is going to get pulled off yeah, and don't don't buy it because it even explains like the Bruce Campbell character yeah, kind of explains. Yeah. He's like, it's not like Black Friday isn't all that because actually the high marketed you know high value items are, are dropped in price, but everything else is being sold you know, for more than ever. Like cables for you to sell the TV cheap, cables are more expensive. Yeah, so so you go in and buy the thing, but you're always going to buy something else as well, and that's yeah, where exactly. the money's made. Absolutely. So, and I've never been a big fan of Black Friday. I've always thought it's been a bit of a rip off. So that's I think that's the kind of the the idea of most shops now. It's get people in the door, and then while they're in, they can see other stuff and they will buy other stuff. You know how many people have gone to Primark? I just want a T-shirt, and they come out with like a, a you know a suitcase full of stuff. So yeah, and yeah, I think it was it was a fun it was a fun ride. It's it's funny. It's got the action. It's got the the weird body horror, like you said, the special effects. Um, it all really works so well and and i think it's really well written as well like yes, you, could, yeah. you could easily just kind of spaff out a script and just be like you know zombies in a, a toy shop um you know but they've they've thought about it they've cared about it they've all the motivations are there and i can see why those characters would do those certain things even if they are a bit like that's kind of crazy but sure kind of goes along with everything um but yeah it, i mean is could you could you class this as is it is it's because obviously this is thanksgiving even though yeah. i know they're they're all kind of dry. obviously this is coming into the holidays for america and stuff um but it, it, would you class it as a, would you still class it as a christmas film a holiday film yeah yeah it yeah. would do yeah. yeah yeah definitely yeah thanksgiving is the beginning of the of the holiday yeah, yeah. in america holiday isn't it? Season, so it's, yeah. it's, it's the beginning of it um just just on the side note just remember i like the weapons they use as well 
when they go around, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is really, you know, thinking about it, if it was um, like B&Q or a hardware store, mm. it, it'd be no problem, but they're in a toy shop. Yeah. <laughs> Nerf well, guns aren't going to do much. Yeah. Well, that's, that's just the equaliser, Dennis. You're just describing the plot of the equaliser. Oh, yeah. I like the equaliser. Anyway, <laughs> so, but, uh, no, but I like the di- different weapons and things that they have to kind of employ to try to get out of it. I think I, I will say this. I think the way they, the finale, the way they kill the final beast, I think is one of the most ingenious things I've seen on, in a film or a, like a horror movie kill for a long time. Yep. Um, and I think that should go on like lists of best kills in a horror movie. Like if it's not on YouTube, you know, I'll make my own and that's, you know, that's going to be one of the top ones. Cause I just thought that's kind of genius because <laughs> you think it's not going to work initially and you're like, mm. you know. <laughs> And, you know, there's a lot of these characters that are having their own issues and stuff, and you believe them. Like, you know, he's the young lad's got, like, an overbearing dad, um, you know, which I can sometimes relate to. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's all this other stuff going on. and the, the Got the, a germaphobe. <laughs> yeah, you got the germaphobe. Yeah, well, I mean, it's very, it's very like, you know... They It'd don't be mention- close to home for you for this, isn't it, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Not a germaphobe. Um, but, like... They don't reference, don't actively reference uh, COVID or or disease, the disease or you know the flu or anything. Um, but he is constantly looking for hand sanitizer. So I don't know if maybe maybe this was filmed during it, after it, before it, whatever. But it kind of works with him constantly trying. He's looking at all these disgusting things. All these people, like I will say this, like you know, there's always there's always somebody who sticks around in something they shouldn't in these films, isn't there? They say like a gooey thing, or they go, "Oh, what's that?" And they start sticking their fingers and stuff. I'm like mm. we've all been there. We'll stuck our hands in gooey things and then, then smell it. But yeah. <laughs> Was there anything else you want to say about Black Friday? No, I think I think it's a, a really good um, movie to kind of launch the, the the event. I think it's a good one to kind of sit down, have a laugh with. Oh, okay. I think it, I think it's a good I think it's a, a good choice. It's certainly what not one to kind of take seriously either. Um, there, there was a character that made me think of you though, Dennis, and it was um, it was the teddy bear called Dower Dennis. Yeah, <laughs> he, I know. And he's constantly going, "Oh, I'm having a bad day." <laughs> <laughs> and he's going like, "Oh, this will be this, this is my last day of work. Hopefully, it'll end soon." You know, it's all this sort of stuff. And he he constantly kind of turns up because they're like, "He's a malfunctioning teddy bear." Yeah, yeah. this like totally depressed teddy bear. <laughs> and without without giving a spoilers away, one of my favorite lines were, "We were going to sell that." <laughs> <laughs> So look out for that. Yeah. That's it's you know it's it's good. Yeah. It's good. Enj- yeah. um, you you will enjoy it. I guarantee. Yeah, proper proper diverse cast. Um, lots of fun to be had. If you like your gore, you you're good. If you like your your you know your horror cameos, your horror comedies, I think there's something definitely here for you. So uh, it's so very yeah. much uh, tongue in cheek, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I, I, it's definitely the funniest film of the bunch that we're going to be looking at. Yep. Um, but uh, but it's still still great. It still has its horror moments as well. It does the comedy doesn't take away from the horror of the situation. So the next movie is Dark Cloud. Mm. So Dan, um, Dark Cloud. What do you reckon? Dark Cloud. So should we give it? Shall I give a brief synopsis before yes. we go into it? So, following the aftermath of a horrific accident, Chloe wants to get her old life back. 
She volunteers to try a new rehabilitation process using artificial intelligence. The AI known as Ada will do anything to keep Chloe safe. After all, this is her new home. Dark Cloud. So it is a young lady who is... Oh, before I go into that. So it's uh, directed by Jay Ness, written by JJ Kaiser, starring Emily Attack and Alexis Gabrielle. So it's it's basically has a, a lady who's had a, a there's a car accident, she'd been hit by a car, and she just develops kind of memory problems and she starts losing things and things start kind of hallucinating a bit and things like that. There's this new experimental technology, which is uh, basically a house that is run by an artificial intelligence and it monitors her, monitors her condition, tells her what she should be doing, shouldn't be doing, uh, what's best for her, how to assist her in any way. So does like some psychological stuff as well. Um, But over the course of the film, Ada becomes more and more kind of self-aware let's say and starts acting more and more like a it's a very 2001 space odyssey uh, i think i think i think definitely because if you look at the way ada's designed hmm. it's like an eye and it's very much like you know um al you know it's very much yeah. it does look like you know can, can i dream that kind of stuff i think it's done on purpose oh definitely like that's definitely the influence that is is coming through and we've had that in cinema a lot um but i think it's done really well here and i think uh i think emily attacks voice who emily attack was in the in-betweeners and i think she has her own show at the moment like a like a sketch show or something itv yeah i think she has a show she has a show um but yes so yeah it's um it's definitely a bit more of a psychological one this one Um, yeah and it's i I like the fact that certain things aren't referenced like you, you look at the movie and you know it's set in slightly in the future but it never says that it's just, you see the technology like in the cars and the earpieces and things like that. So, you know, it's set in the future, but you don't know when, which, which gives it a bit more ambiguity as well, which I quite like. Um, yeah. And I, I, <laughs> I explained it to, 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 to Sarah. I said, it's like, it's like Alexa cross with your mother-in-law. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the best way I could describe Ada. Um, hands and- in the right place. Yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah, I'd like, I, and I get that. And the the relationship that develops between the two characters is interesting because it it starts off and she's quite welcoming of being protected and looked after and monitored, and and again that's what she's designed to do. Um, and they kind of start a friendship. There's a bit of banter. There's jokes. You know, Ada makes jokes about things, and you know the kind of research people or the designers of Ada are very interested to know how it's going and what the issues are, or if there's any problems. And slowly but surely, kind of creeps up throughout the film. It's very much a slow build, isn't it? It's very it's a, yeah, it's a slow burn. But I it's, think it's, it, it's not the sort of movie you could start watching, go make a brew, come back. You need to kind of invest into it. You do need to focus and concentrate and, and notice stuff. And even to be honest, even at the end, I was a bit like, okay, okay. It's you know, it's a it's one of what it's one of those kind of endings. Again, won't spoil it, but it's one of those that's a bit of a thinker, I think. Um, which is a good thing. I think I think you should come out of films and think. Well, I also think that's what sci-fi should do as well. I think I think this this sort of dark sci-fi type mm. type movie should make you think. Because it's, que- it's questioning our kind of reliance on AI and our reliance on computers and things mm-hmm. in, in a more subtle way than, say, Terminator or yeah. whatever. You know, it, yeah, it's, no. it's, 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 it's there for us to kind of uh, almost a cautionary tale. 
Hmm, true, true. I mean, there's there's a, a technician that comes in and he literally says the server room has that she's like, Oh, that those keys are a bit old tech, aren't they? And it's like it's the only thing Ada doesn't have control over because she can lock all the other doors and the windows and you know change the lights and all sorts and you know monitor everything else. Um, but those old school keys are the only way they can get in and turn her off if in case she goes a bit haywire, which she does. Which is a uh, bit of a red flag straight away, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Um, but I like the they've got these um, contact lenses as well that they use within the technology, and it it kind of brings up like a minority report kind of screen for the technician to do all of his work on i thought initially i thought he was like a robot yes i did as well because of the way he was like he's got these very bright blue eyes and he's kind of and he's like yes hello i'm here to fix the ada and all this and uh he's not um but (laughs) (laughs) spoilers but he's not uh but it's that's basically the start of the film i feel i can say that um but yeah I, i i would struggle talking about this movie without giving any spoilers away because it's yeah. very much anything you say about Ada and the relationship could technically ruin the journey you're going to go on with the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. It is, it's a tricky one. Um, it's, it's definitely one you, you will invest in. It's definitely one that you will take your time with. Um, but it's, it's very, it's very A to B the story. Like, there's not many twists and turns. There is a, there is kind of one bit, but uh, again, will not spoil. Um, but if you like that kind of dodgy AI story, and you know you like the potential kind of because you know science fiction usually becomes science fact in some cases. <laughs> so um, you know it's 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 certainly possible um, that something can go a bit, it's, it's bit mad. A tiny cast as well, so a, a lot of the kind of film is just Chloe walking around the property talking to Ada and it's it's that relationship which mm. is the focal and if, if the acting wasn't very good that wouldn't work and so I think again we'll go, I'm going to talk about another film which is very similar with with one person yeah. carrying the movie yeah I think the same with this one I think I think she does a stellar job with it yeah it's 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 tough it's a tough old it's a tough old job because like Again, acting against nothing can be very tough, and you know, um, you know, just hearing the lines in your head and stuff. And and the character is the character is an actress who again loses her memory or loses the ability to kind of maintain her memories in a in a way because they keep asking her questions like where she is, who she is, what she's doing, what her sister's name is to kind of make sure all those kind of those neurons are firing or whatever they're called. Um, and I, you know, I'm an actor with memory problems, so I can relate. I can, I can relate. So, uh, not, not probably not to that extreme level with memory problems, but some things I just, I just forget. I'm just, I'm just a chubby 44, 44 year old with memory problems. That's all right. We, we all knew that, Dennis. We all knew that. Where am I? Who are you? Good question. What's going on? <laughs> I'm, so I, I'm, I, your boss. I, I'm, I'm reluctant to go into more detail. Um, I I would say my kind of summing up with the movie is you need to invest in it. You need to stick with it. If you don't like us, if you don't like slow burners, this may turn you off a little bit. Yeah. But I think if you invest in it, I think it's a conversation afterwards. It's one of those movies that you'll talk about afterwards with with whoever you're watching it with. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like a, like it's um something kind of a bit like Gattaca. That's you know it's not really that violent. It's not really that bloody. 
but there's a lot of interesting moral questions, moral ambiguity and things and and, and what's going on. And again, it's, it's it's got an ending, like I said, that will make you think or it'll make you go, well, did that happen or did this happen? Or was that, what was that? Was that, you know, is that a hologram? Is that not a hologram? You know, uh, what caused it to do these things? What caused Ada to do that? You know, it's it's one of those. But yeah, I think if we if we talk anymore, I think you are right. We will spoil the journey and spoil the story. But yeah, I, I think the acting is strong. I think it looks good. It's very it's got this very cold yeah. blue tinge to it. Yeah, it's all blue and white, isn't it? Mm. So it's it's very sterile. Mm. And uh, I think that's again that just adds to the kind of the cold, um, you know, numbness of it, and the the kind of and again she's kind of distancing herself from people a little bit as well, the the human character, because yeah, um, yeah. because of her disability. Again, it is quite similar to another what another one of the films that we'll talk about in a little bit. Like you were saying, um, it comes with kind of a disability, you know, um, and a problem, and trying to escape that problem, and and. And all the things that occur with it. Um, but yeah, that was uh, Dark Cloud. So those two are the main features on Friday. Friday, £11.70, plus the shorts we've plus already mentioned. But two very different movies, but again, very two very good movies. Yeah. Um, and they, they kind of bookend each other quite well, because, you know, you, you watch Friday, have a bit of a giggle, look at the specs, and then a bit more thought-provoking um, uh, movie or, or, or you do it the other way around you you do all your hard thinking and then you and then you have something to turn your brain off a little bit exactly and my brain's always turned off so it's fine <laughs> so that is friday the 10th of december yes 11 pounds 70 for all that goodness for the friday and then now we're going to move on to the saturday and the film's on saturday and we're going to start with house of snails Writer Antonio Prieto decides to spend the summer in the mountains outside Malaga, where he hopes to find peace and quiet and the inspiration for his next novel. Here he meets Berta, a woman who feels he feels instantly attracted to and quickly finds himself drawn into the lives of the locals, who he soon realises are hiding many sinister secrets. As he investigates and writes, he finds himself confronted by a terrifying local legend and the gradual realisation that sometimes reality is much stranger than fiction. Directed by Macarena Stroga, written by Sandra Garcia Niento, starring Javier Rey and Paz Vega. Uh, what did you think to House of Snails? I'll be honest, I struggled with it. I think I think it's filmed beautifully. Hmm. I think the scenery, I think the set pieces are nice. I think the colour palette's beautiful. Hmm. It's very Spanish. Hmm. Um, in the way it's done, which is um, which is a compliment of, to the movie. Absolutely, yeah. It's more for me. It's more of an uh, like an art house type. You know, you used to you you go and watch at the corner house that that sort of movie. And I'll be honest, that's not my bag. I'm not really into into that kind of sort of like psychological, um, mystical, fairy kind of whimsical horror. Hmm. Um, I you know I, I I'm not a big fan of like Midsummer and 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 you know Wicker Man and things like that. I don't really like. I like slashes. I like kind of in your face. I like that kind of stuff. So this one, um, there, there is there is definitely something to it. And it, it, again, it's very much like the, the Dark Cloud. It's one of those movies that after you've watched it, you'd be like, okay, right, what just happened? Um, and, and have a conversation about it. But for me, I think the cinematographer 
is 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 oh, superb. Yeah. Cool. Um, and it's it's like um, you know what they call it? They call it like um, scenery pond. There's, yeah. there's, there's, there's beautiful shots of, of of the town and of the valley and and where they are and close ups of 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 fruits and things that make your you know, you know mouth water. But it's 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 not for me. I'm not gonna. It's it's not. I didn't I didn't hate it. No. And I didn't I didn't dislike it. It's not a bad. Fi- it's not a bad film. No, it's not a bad movie. It is just not my genre of movie that I would I would I would watch if that makes sense. It's it's certainly I I kind of I kind of agree with you. Um, I, I think it, the cinematography is gorgeous. I think it's like you said, shot really well, edited really well. As um, it's got really good performances from all the cast. It kind of comes to, makes me feel of like a a really kind of atmospheric Stephen King novel. Kind of meets folk horror, like kind of yeah. a, a Wicker Man type thing. Um, but then it's kind of got all this not necessarily werewolf legend, but it kind of feels like there's an element of werewolfism about it. But it's not it's not a werewolf movie. I'll say that before anyone gets disappointed. Where's the werewolves, Dan? You said there were werewolves. There are no werewolves. There are, where are the werewolves? They're not here. Um but, so but I like I like that culture, I like that history. I like him diving into things. It's interesting because all these, we find out that there's this curse on this this village, and and they believe that all the people that are cursed have uh, some form of um, disfigurement or scarring or uh, birth defect, um, whatever is the most appropriate phrase to use. Um, and they're like these these are the people of the curse, these are the children of the curse, uh, and they're this figure is going to come back and take uh, their revenge on these people. Um, I, again, I can't really say more than that without without spoiling it um but yeah there's it's it's one of those kind of fish out of water kind of stories as well like he rocks up and he's looking for somewhere to write because you know with Stephen King they're all bloody writers aren't they they're like what what can this character be he's a writer Uh, I wonder how how can I write someone oh no it's got to be a writer I can I know how to write writers so they've got to be alcoholic as well I wonder why it's got to be alcoholic writer, definitely. Um, anyway, uh, anyway, this alcoholic writer uh, <laughs> meets people and and kind of he's kind of there's a bit of a resistance to him because apparently this large, beautiful mansion has not been rented out to anybody for years for some reason, and they're like, oh well. And then he he meets meets the the estate agent, this beautiful Paz Vega, who's you know always very beautiful and very talented. Um, she she rocks up and uh, yeah, and he's like right. I like you. <laughs> First woman he sees in the village is like, yep, yeah, I like well, you. Well, the heart yeah. wants what the heart wants. I mean, I don't really blame me. It's Paz Vega, but yeah, um, yeah. Well, but there you go. Uh, it, but- it, for me, it was it was kind of like blood on Satan's claw. Um, okay. If if it was done by a Spanish director, okay, I've not seen that, but I've heard good. Um, it has elements of, like you were saying, of kind of folklore and and that kind of. Elements of you know something's going on, but you you don't know what. I would say that I think all the acting is really understated, which is re- which helps with the, with setting the mood. Um, it's not over the top. It's it's very kind of how you would act in in that sort of situation. Again, which I think the, the you know in all the movies, we, we, I think the acting has been stellar in all of them. Yeah. Um, but I think this one, the sort of movie it is, and the pace it goes at, and the kind of message in it, I think understated um, performance just just adds to it really i think um it's worth watching it f- for that for me hmm. but if you do like your kind of um 
um, furry tale type, not sure what's going on type thing. I think you'd like it. And if you like Spanish movies, you know, there's lot, there's mm. lots to like. Gorgeous, in, in it. that, gorgeous yeah. uh, Spanish scenery, Spanish towns. And is it is it a modern? Is it set in modern times or is it set? I well, it's, I, well, it looks it looks kind of oldish, like yeah, it's seventies, eighties or something. You don't tend to see technology either, dear. But I I just put that down to the fact it was like the, the village itself. Yeah. I I thought they didn't have stuff like that because of this curse and because of the mm-hmm. village and the sort of people who lived there and things that they didn't have. I don't know. Maybe you're right. I just I just maybe I read too much into yeah. it. I don't know. I can't, I can't I can't remember if they mentioned any technology or they got the phones out or anything. But yeah, there's um, some interesting stuff and some interesting characters, and you get you you get the kind of like you know here comes the village weirdo. There's a lot of those moments in it which I quite enjoyed. It's like oh you're you're an outsider. You are. Um, it reminded me of Sp- another Spanish film I watched recently called uh, Game of Werewolves, which is kind of a similar thing. Uh, apart from it actually has werewolves in this one. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's uh, these kind of guys. Again, it's another writer. He comes in, you know, it's from a few years ago. I think it's called Attack of the Werewolves as well. Uh, he comes in and he does his he does his thing. And then he, um, and this werewolf curse just happens to the village, basically. Um, but yeah, give that one a go as well. Because I think that's, that's, that's a kind of a Shaun of the Dead themed, but it's still got that Spanish-ness to it. European horror and... Spanish horror does tend to have, you know, it's it's almost like looking through a glass. Hmm. It has that tint to it. It has that kind of yeah, kind of a sepia, yeah, sepia tone. Yeah. You, you can feel the you know the olives and stuff coming yeah. out the trees and the yeah. I, I totally agree, and I think it it looks gorgeous. Like it might not be your bag, Dennis. I enjoy it. I enjoyed it um, for what it, for what it did. Um, it's it's not again. It's not something for everybody. I think I think there's I think. You know, a lot of these films, there's quite, I like the choice in these set of films because it's quite, they're all quite different from each yes, other. Yes, very and much think, so. And I think there's, there's been an excellent selection by Grimfest to do to do this and to to pick the ones that they've picked. I think they've done an excellent job. I, th- again, I think there's a film for every genre, for every kind of oh, fan. Yeah, yeah. No matter what you're into, the, out of the four main features, there'll yeah. be one movie that everybody can, will like. Well, if we if we think about it this way, Dennis, we've watched it as a kind of anthology, haven't we? So with yeah. anthologies, you're always going to have your favourites and you're always, always going to have ones that don't necessarily hit home for you. You know, it just depends on your particular preference. Um, and I think that's kind of like with this grouping of film, you know, we'll have our preferences, um, but that doesn't mean that the rest of the films are bad or or lesser um, lesser made. Um, they're all very, very good and very, very stylized, very interesting to watch. Um, you know, there are, that, well, that is, I think that's the one thing about this movie. It is interesting to watch. Like even even like I say, it's not my bag. And the the problem is when I'm not invested in a movie, I, I tend to fidget and I tend to kind of not really concentrate. But it, there are interesting moments. There are very kind of like moments that make you scratch your head a little bit which is which is which is again it's it's a european trait with it when it comes to these sort of movies yeah absolutely it's it's one of them but um but i think i think definitely check it out as well check them all out because they're all good uh, in their own ways um but let's move on i think to the final film um so we're going to talk about see for me So Sophie, a young blind woman house-sitting at a secluded mansion, finds herself in danger from a gang of thieves seeking a hidden safe. Her only means of defence is a phone app called See For Me, which connects her to a volunteer across the country who helps her by seeing, quote-unquote, on her behalf. 
Sophie is linked up with Kelly, a military veteran who spends her days playing first-person shooters. Uh, Directed by Randall Okita, written by Adam York and Tommy Gushu, and starring Skylar Davenport, Kim Coates, Laura Vandervoort, and Jessica Parker Kennedy. So, Dennis, what do you think of C for Me? I loved it. Out of the out of all the movies, this was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lot of the elements of of movies that I like. It's it's the, there's no standout hero or villain. They're all a little bit in the middle. Shades, go of, shades of gray. Moral Lots ambiguity. of shades of gray. I think the the, the um, Skylar Davenport. I think she's absolutely amazing in it, and she basically carries the movie. Um, and she's 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 blind in the movie, obviously, because and uh, um, from what I've read, she's she's registered blind as well. So she's wow. carrying she's she's you know that it is a good film. It has moments of claustrophobia. It has it has a moment where you kind of like run run you know, you know what is going on type stuff. It mm. you know the, the supporting cast are great in it. Um, and again, it's like the, the Dark Cloud one. She's she's got a disability. She's a bit angry at the world, angry at everybody else. You know, she's she wants to do things on her own. But unlike Dark Cloud, she has a journey within this movie. And by the end of it, she comes out of it slightly different, um, without giving too much away. But there is, she, she, you know, she's not she's not like a damsel in distress. She's you know she's grey. She has she has her issues. She has things that you wouldn't expect. And you know she comes out with things that you wouldn't expect, you know. And it is it's it's kind of like it's a house invasion movie, mm-hmm. which I'm. <laughs> it sounds I quite like an house invasion movie. Don't know why. As long as it's um, not your own house. <laughs> it's like no, no. As long as it's not my own. But I do. It's almost like because I like revenge movies as well. So it's almost like yeah, you, you're going to get your comeuppance in the end. Mm. Um, but I know I thought it was great, and I, I you know, I, um, the the lady on the phone, what was she called, Jessica? Jessica mm. Parker. Yeah. I think I think she's great in it as well. Um, I, was, I was surprised how many how many Arrowverse actors were in it. Um, indeed, because you've got uh, Laura Vandervoort. Was it Laura, Laura Vandervoort? Laura yep. Vandervoort? Yeah, and she was Supergirl in Smallville, and then went on to be in Supergirl. I think it was like Indigo Five or Indigo Prime or something. It's like a, a female brainiac, basically. Uh, and then you've got um, you've got the military veteran. She played um, Barry Allen's daughter, so she played Excess in The Flash. Yeah, so it's like you know the the, the caliber, and you've also got um, Kim Gold Colts, is it? Yeah, Kim Coates. Who, yeah, who kind of, who kind of surprisingly pops up. Um, but even the villains in it, the, the villains, they're, they're, they're not all bad. No, no. The, the, there's bits where they're talking to her and they know she's blind, and they, they're kind of being careful what they say. Almost kind of like, for instance, you know, you can see them. You'll hear us coming. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and they're not sure what to do with her. So even even that's they're, like, very, they're very polite to her as well. They keep yeah. They're kind of like accidentally making fun of her blindness, and they kind of apologize for it as yeah. well because they're not she's complete assholes. She's a, she's she's in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, they're not prepared for it. She's not prepared for it, and how it plays out changes her. I think that's a good is that a hmm. good sum up? Yeah, I think um, so. I have to I have to agree with you, Dennis. I think it is the strongest of the films. There's pure adrenaline suspense you know there's a lot 
there and you you kind of you identify the characters not you know your lead characters aren't all good your bad characters aren't you know the antagonists aren't all good you know there's a lot of like believability and a lot of the things kind of happen by accident almost all of it's like oh shit we didn't mean to do that or oh this wasn't supposed to happen and this you know all the the robbery just keeps getting worse and worse and as it goes along um and and the fact that that Scarlett Davenport is actually you know legally registered blind as well it just just goes to show that you know it's just it's an even greater performance than you could you could believe kind of like it's almost like it's it for me as well it was surprisingly violent in places as well which I wasn't expecting yeah um I wasn't expecting that kind of level. Again, it's it's yeah, it's 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 almost like the final girl taken to the max. This one, mm. um, you know, she's she's a very strong character. And like what you were just saying, then you know, when I was watching it and the, she was saying certain things, you think to yourself, I'd have probably done that too. I think the, her natural blindness adds to the tension and to the the believability of the performance, and and just like. You know how how does she navigate from day to day? But it also it levels up the kind of vulnerability because she's already vulnerable. You know, being a young girl and a group of thieves walk into a house, so already she's in a a vulnerable position. But the fact that she's blind on top of that, it reminded me a little bit of Hush. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, it's not not quite the same, but it has some similar similar vibes of the disability. Well, it's it's home invasion. It's very clear from from the moment the film starts that she's angry and she wants to do everything herself. Hmm. But in this scenario, she has to really rely on somebody, which is, which is a good change. It's, 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 and reluctant as well. You know, first time she, she, she uses the phone to this thing to, for her to help. She's you can tell that she's trying to find every way not to, you know, ring up. Hmm. Um, So that, that's interesting with it. But I, I just thought it was, it's, 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 Again, it's a it's a good thriller. I wouldn't say it was a horror movie. It's a good thriller. It's edgy. You see, it's nail biting, mm-hmm. adrenaline. You've got moments where you shout with the TV. Yeah, um, you're really just, really concerned. You've got yeah because she's talking out loud. Um, she's got a light on her phone so the person can see what she's see, what she's not seeing technically, um, and she's having to speak out loud. You can hear the person, so you're like, she's going to be found. She's going to be yeah. found. You can't there hide you in the dark. Yeah, can't hide in the dark with it. And you've always got in the back of your mind that the the phone's going to go dead or yeah. is this going to happen and that so, connection's going to go. Yeah, and every single person, every single actor in it again right across all these movies mm. the phenomenal yeah. even like even, even the characters are like a mum who's on probably in it for like four minutes mm. she's believable mm. she's she, you know she has that kind of frustration of wanting to help so yeah i i it's it's i'm, I'm gushing about it a, a bit but it's i was pleasantly surprised um it's not just a good thriller it's a good movie it is. I agree. I 100% agree. It's definitely my favourite of the bunch, I think. Um, all good. Again, all very, very good. Again, you know, um, to each their own. You know, you might take something away from another one another one of the films, but I have to agree with you, Dennis. I think shot, acted, written, looks great. Um, they use the location really well. Yeah. Um, they use the, te- the modern technologies. It's not just – it's kind of got a little bit of the fan footage element, but it doesn't It doesn't run away with itself. There's enough of that and genuine yeah, – like the, the first person type stuff, don't you, on it as well? Yeah, exactly. And, and I love the kind of – 
you know, somebody who's, you know, a veteran going through her own thing is assisting somebody else who's, you know, gone through another similar experience because she was a professional skier and she's had, had an accident and obviously caused her blindness. And now that she can't, she's frustrated that she can't do that. But her friend is like, you know, I can guide you down the mountain. We can do the Paralympics. You know, let's do it. And she's like, no, I'm not. I don't want anyone's help. I don't want this. This is not my life. So she's resulted in, in, uh, doing this house sitting job or cat sitting, I think she calls it, uh, yes. and she's she's robbing stuff from the houses and flipping them online. Uh, which again, like, you know, this is instantly you're like she's vulnerable, you know, and all this. But also she's like, oh, she's a bit of a dick as well, like, yeah. <laughs> which I which I thought was really fascinating. I, I, and that, I, I, it's like we said about the characters. Yeah. Every single character, main characters in the house, are grey. No one's hundred percent bad. No one's hundred percent good. There's a lot of grey in this movie, and, and including her, she kind of makes she almost makes a deal, which you think, oh, but I'd do that as well. So she she's looking after herself. She's way she looks after herself probably be frowned upon. But no, it's it it is a great movie, and like I said all all the all the cast is great. Skylar's amazing in it. I yeah. think she she carries the movie because a lot of the lot of the time the camera is on her. Yeah, all looking at from her point of view. So. Um, she carries the movie along. It's it's very much following her. But like I said it, it, I I loved it. I thought it was great. I I, I think um, there was not there, yeah. was not there was not a moment where I didn't believe a second of it. I was like I was invested. Yeah, belie- believed every second. I, I was... didn't didn't fidget. Didn't get my phone. Didn't do anything. Like I just watched the movie. Yeah, I just um, glued which, glued to the yeah. screen. But... You, you are going. You're on the ride with her. Hmm. And the, the you know it it starts off a little bit slow and then bang pace of it just and before you know it you, you're there yeah and and again it didn't like it, i think it set i think it you used the time yes to, to set up everything expertly it didn't it didn't it didn't feel like i was like get, let's get to the action let's get to this it doesn't spoon feed you either does it no, no it lets you consider things and watch it and experience things in in a in a way, it's not like, oh, this is how I had my accident, and this is why this, and I now do this, and this is how I live my life. It's it's just like just cracking on, you know. And and a mum mum's like, yeah, I'm worried about you, but you know, go and be safe, and just lets her do her own thing because you know she's a grown woman at the end of the day. Good movie, good film, and so very, that's very good. So that's on the Saturday. That is Saturday. So that's another so, eleven pound seventy um, yeah. for those two for House of Snails and C for me. So. Just to do a quick recap. Yep. So on Friday, the 10th of December, it's Black Friday and Dark Cloud mm-hmm. plus shorts. Sure. And then on Saturday, the 11th of December, it's Sea for Me and um, the House of Snails plus the plus shorts. shorts. Yeah. Plus the shorts. All those summer a, shorts. Yep. So a bargain. Bargain. Not if, what's that? 20, 24 quid? Probably a little under twenty four quid, and you know these sort of sort of events and stuff where it's streaming. You you have your mates around, you you know yeah. you all put a few quid in, so. and and like we said before, you've got silly horror, you've got a tense thriller, you've got a dark sci fi, and then you've got this kind of um, fairy tale esque kind of um, horror out there as well. So it there is something for everybody, and I I like Dan was saying I we've not seen the shorts. But I've watched quite a lot of the trailers for the shorts, and they look great. They're really good. And again, it looks like there's 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 a cross section of stuff there as often, like really gory, 
um, to kind of just seal it. So I, I think that, you know, it, it, it's a good entertainment package. I, I, you know what? I think people are going to love it. I genuinely think it is well worthwhile. It's well worth the time. It's well worth the money. Um, you know what? What else are you doing? What else are you doing? Just get in. Get yeah, a bottle of wine. Boris says his way. We won't be going out of the house anyway. So, <laughs> but but he'll go and have a nice nice knees up, won't he? He'll have a yeah. He'll, he'll have a nice party somewhere. So <laughs> head over to um, grimfest.com um, and then it's um, just follow the link to the Christmas Horror Nights that's right it'll give you the it gives you the lineup and it'll show you how to and also there's optional donations if you want to be very kind you can uh, donate a little bit more if you've enjoyed yourself or if you highly enjoyed yourself um, and you hope you highly enjoyed this podcast and us talking um, hope you appreciate that we can't go into too much detail with these being exclusive premieres on Friday so and Saturday um, but I think we've we've talked about the films as, as best we could and but Dan, but Daniel, it doesn't finish there, does it? Because next week we're interviewing the writer and director of Black Friday. Get in. And end of next week, we're interviewing Skylar Davenport for oh her role God. in um, See For Me as well. Amazing. So Amazing. We'll get a, a really good insight into what it was like. So you, you've watched, the, you've listened to us, you've watched the movies. Now let's talk to the people who make the movies. Made those excellent movies. Great stuff. Great so, stuff. So, you know, it's 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 just a fest, isn't it? It's just a it's horror great. Christmas fest. Fest. All of the fests. Almost, almost a grim fest. Way. Hey. See what fest. I did there? Festive fests. Grim festives. Yeah, anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's us. That's us. Um, it's just a short one. Uh, we just wanted to get the word out, get people listening, uh, get people uh, getting and seeing these films before anyone else. Get your opinions to us. Tell us. Get us on the social medias. We're at, on Facebook at Secret Balls, uh, Twitter at Dan underscore Balls, uh, Instagram is at Spider Dan Secret Balls, and don't forget to use the hashtag Prepare for Prattle. For everything else you need to know about the podcast, swing over to SpiderDanAndTheSecretBalls.com on the World Wide Web. And I'd like to thank my patrons on Patreon. I'm Jack's Musings, Paul Meller, Max Byrne, Tony Farina, Scott Hodgson, and Simon Cotton for their continuing donations. It is very much appreciated and helps Prattle World keep on turning. And if you ever find yourself in a position to help the podcast, please consider it. And make sure you get on grimfest.com and get those tickets. And I would like to thank um, Sarah, Katie and uh, Simeon um, from Grimfest for giving us the opportunity to watch these movies, talk about them, because, you know, there's nothing better than watching a movie and then just chatting with your mate about it. Absolutely. Um, so I thank you so much for, for that opportunity. And just one last thing before I think we can go. Mm. We have... A bit of a giveaway. That's right. I almost forgot. You've, my memory is all over the I know. Place. I know. We have a bit of a giveaway. Me so too. during during when, when we covered Grimfest 13, the Grimfest guys very kindly gave us like a grab bag. Um, so within this, there's a T-shirt, a tote bag, and a couple of movies. Mm. Okay? And we're going to toss in a Werewolf by Night comic as well. Yes. Um, it is the first appearance of Moon Knight. It's not the actual. It's a it's a reprint. So calm calm yourselves. It's not the actual. I mean, not, we're not that generous over here. Um, but yeah, so you can you can read that very first appearance of Moon Knight. So that's so, exciting. All you need to do is answer a very simple question, and this question is: What links C for me and the DC TV universe? Hmm. 
We might have given it away, maybe. We may have done. Um, if you Ooh. put your comments, answer it on Twitter, Facebook, yeah. anywhere where you can leave a comment, and uh, we'll get somebody from Grimfest to choose, um, choose, choose a, a winner. winner. Absolutely. And then you'll get an added Christmas present when we send the stuff out. Yep. So get on Twitter, get on Instagram, get on Facebook, answer those questions. I'll make people aware that there is a competition on it as well. Um, so, yeah, just listen, remember, write in. Tell us what you think of the films. Tell us what your favourite was. Yeah. T- tell us if we're wrong. We also like that. If you don't agree with us, that's fine. They're all excellent films. Check them all out. Uh, we do like to prattle. We do like to prattle. That is what we're here for, prattling. Um, but, yeah, so, so get in touch in whatever form you can. Um, but we do appreciate you listening once again, and we do appreciate Grimfest for again giving us the opportunity to talk absolute rubbish. Because <laughs> we do. All, we the, do all, yeah. the fil- all the films are great, but we talk rubbish. Yeah, we um, talk rubbish, yeah. But uh, yeah, thank you again for the for letting us be here and let us give us the opportunity to have these exclusives. It's been amazing. So thank you guys. Thank you everybody for listening. You have been amazing, and we'll catch you very soon with those exclusive interviews. Thank you very much, and see you soon. Bye. <laughs>